0: guys what's up welcome to the bird brain podcast where the goal is to rise above it all stay elevated create that infinity up your you i'm your host isaiah and it is so great to have a lot of new listeners here today and it's going to be a very very important and nuanced topic we went viral (laughs) this particular this particular topic is the reason why a lot of you guys are here and i am so grateful to just come here and chat and have a conversation about it. And by the end of it, you should have a lot more awareness in terms of how you feel, in terms of how others may feel, um, but also more than anything, standing very firm in how you move through life and how you protect your peace, okay? First and foremost, your peace is priority above anything else. And there is no one that is allowed to tell you how you should handle your literal peace. Okay. With that being said, if you like what you're listening to, uh, keep doing what you're doing keep coming back, uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and or Spotify. Um, also leave a comment or a review. Uh, those go a long way and it helps build this podcast even more. Um, it just, it just, you know, it it filters out it again, like this damn video, uh, the same thing applies to the podcast. And, you know, we're just trying to get the word out there and, and get more people being very much aware of their heart space and their head space and just how they move through life. It's not easy, but it is necessary, and you are always worth the hard work. So, get a pen and paper. You're going to need it for this episode. It's going to get real. I'm, I'm not even going to lie, it's just going to get real. And we're going to cover a lot of different dynamics, um, you know, relationships in terms of friendships, family, partnerships, business. It, it It's, I don't think boundaries and or grudges are um, necessarily, I don't think they discriminate depending on who you are. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to cover it all. And I've had experiences, I feel like with all of them. And we're going to talk about, you know, how I've had grudges. how I've also established a lot of strong boundaries for a very good reason. Yeah, so I'm excited for this episode. Like I said, get a pen and paper. Um, I want you to just like take your time, process what I'm going to say, um, process how you feel while we talk about certain things. If you're driving, just, you know, take deep breaths when you need to and uh, get some water. You know, this is going to be one of those episodes and I'm ready thanks to you guys, I am more than ready and we're going to do it. All right. So stay tuned. conversation i was talking to someone and she was like you hold grudges i was like nah, no i don't hold grudges i just see people for who they are and i don't necessarily allow them access back into my life and i understood it today when i had the same conversation people often confuse a grudge with a boundary but when you have a grudge against someone it's you drinking that poison and hoping that they die from it it's you reliving that experience and energetically hoping that they feel it too you know that there's some kind of redemption or or um vindication from your experience. When you have a boundary, you see someone for who they are, you understand your experiences, you don't know, allow them access back to your peace. You know, when you work hard to be at peace and take care of your peace and build your peace, you understand how picky you have to be with who you share that with. Um, time does not allow reentry and an apology does not always grant access. Boundaries are there to protect you and the other person. What's you beautiful people? So that was the video that I posted on good old tiki Tuk, and um, it blew up, <laughs> and I did not expect that, and I was surprised. I thought it would kind of die down after a day or two. I was like, yes, yeah, whatever, but um, it did not, and not only did it you know, blow up on TikTok, there were people on IG sharing it on Twitter. All the platforms were kind of like just having this field day and, man. um, (laughs) I just wanna say if you're here, it's because you've watched that video uh, most likely and I wanna say I appreciate you so much and I hope you know that just as a person, you're appreciated and if you're here listening, then it means that you've been trying to process a lot of how you've been feeling or a lot of experiences that you had to walk away from. And, uh, I'm here to do it. You know, I'm here to do it because I, like I said, I understand why I do the things that I do and how I move the way I move, um, for so many reasons, you know, for so many reasons. And I think it's, you know, with grudges and boundaries, it's such a, I think a tricky dance and it's very easy to confuse one with the other. And, um, We're here to talk about it and I'm going to cover it. So before we really, really, really get into it, I want you to think about these five components and write them down if you need to. So pain, peace, posture, pattern and perspective. Those five things. And as I talk, we're going to touch on them and they'll hopefully allow you to differentiate between whether it's a grudge or whether it's a boundary. So when i initially uh recorded that video i was thinking about a, a a former relationship of mine um from years ago years ago and it was a it was a friendship and i remember the conversation we were sitting outside and i forget what we were talking about but uh she happened to just say that she was like you you hold grudges and i was like no i don't hold grudges i was like i just see things and i'm aware of them and most importantly if i know if i'm fully aware that there's a lack of trust with another person that for me it's all bets are off i don't think i personally isaiah does not think that there needs to be a conversation about someone's lack of loyalty or being very distrustful or deceitful um the interesting thing that i saw on tiktok that people were talking about was that well, you need to communicate or you know, what about forgiveness or what about um, you know, family relationships, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, for me, I understand there's a different, sometimes boundaries are a little bit more difficult, right? So um, if, you, if you didn't really catch what I was saying in that video, so the difference in my head between a boundary and a grudge, and this is a very strong boundary uh, according to a lot of people, So sometimes there is not a need to continue a relationship. There's not a need to continue a relationship. And I don't care who it is. Sometimes it is your family. There's not a need to continue a relationship. And there also is not a need to continue an energetic relationship. And what I mean by that is even though you're not speaking um, and there's no kind of connection or relationship, you also don't really think about them. You don't have any thoughts about them, negative or positive, Um, you know, I don't want to say there's, it's indifference. And someone also said that indifference is a grudge too. And I was like, no, not necessarily. Indifference is not a a grudge. You know, there's a lot of people that we kind of um, cross paths with and we may have an occurrence. But beyond that, we're not thinking about it. You know, it's not energy really being invested. And sometimes for for people, myself included, it takes a lot to get there. And it takes a certain... um, threshold that's being crossed in terms of pain. And again, pain. (laughs) Okay. This is very important. So when you set a very strong boundary, that means that something has been hit. Okay. Like I said, for me is, is, is distrust, deceit. You know, in this particular conversation, I was talking to this person and I think the person that we were talking about, they had divulged information or it got back to me that they were like, th- things were being said about me. And I was like, well, all right, you know, cool. <laughs> I don't I don't feel the need to necessarily go back and forth about it. I don't necessarily care to confront the person either. It's just like, okay, this is information for me and we're good. Um Moving on. And I think for me, there is nothing people talk in general you know i've had conversations but it's a difference in terms of the level of what's being spoken about if there's a level of um confidentiality for one that you're sharing with someone else it comes to find out that they divulge that to someone else and they don't know that you necessarily know um that's that's for me again speaking (laughs) for me that's that's an immediate boundary Because I'm like, I can't trust you. And being that I can't trust you means that when I'm around you, I'm mentally um, kind of editing what I'm sharing with you. And that's exhausting. You know, that is exhausting. And I think there's a difference between an an accident, you know, pattern. There's a difference between an accident and there's a difference between some form of intentionality. Okay, so I might be kind of jumping around, but forgive me. Um, when it comes to peace, right? So when it comes to peace, how do you feel not having a connection to that person? What does it feel like? Um, you know, does it drive you up the wall or, or do you feel at peace? Like whenever you talk to them instead, there's a different level of kind of anxiety or just stress that you have. You know, one of the things I was told to reduce your exposure to the things that are causing you stress, simple. And, you know, stress can mean a lot of things. You know, stress is relative. But if you're in a connection with somebody and it just doesn't feel good, you don't feel at peace whenever you connect with this person. You deserve to have a boundary. Why? Why? And I don't care what the title is. Why do you feel or why do other people think that it's okay for you to endure pain continuously? And if somebody is your family and they're not being kind to you, that's even worse. The people that we love the most, we should not mistreat the most. You know, the people that are connected to us profoundly and deeply that we claim, we should hold them in the highest regard. Yes, there are differences and there can be arguments, etc. But there's a difference between a repetition of Mistreatment, and I'm talking deep mistreatment, and just a disagreement in conversation, okay? Just a disagreement in conflict. It's a big difference. Um, And again, pattern and posture. Whenever there is the talk of forgiveness, you know that was a lot of thing. uh, That was something that came up on my my video comments a lot. You know, what about forgiveness? Or you're gonna you're gonna lose people if you don't forgive, and God forgives, etc. And I thought to myself, again, bringing it back to personal experiences, you know how many times I've forgiven a person only for them to do the same thing? (laughs) You know how many times someone said sorry to literally go back and do the very thing that they apologized for? So what that tells me is that forgiveness does not mean accountability. Forgiveness just means that I'm letting go of this situation. I'm letting go of the pain. But what I feel like a lot of people were saying um maybe knowingly unknowingly is that forgiveness means access it does not because i forgive somebody does not mean i allow them to potentially redo what i've had to heal from you do not have to keep putting yourself in a position to heal from something that you have to keep working through and working on that influences your future relationships Okay, And I understand, again, when it comes to spouses or you know, family members, it's, it's a little bit harder because there's a proximity, literal proximity. But one thing I've learned is that once you start thinking about what's most important to you and you start recognizing yourself as a person that deserves to be treated well, subconsciously you start making minor changes. And even if that's kind of you know, limiting what, what you share you know, how often you're communicating. Um, again, how you, how you prepare yourself before you enter a situation with this. Because it's, it's not all black and white. And I understand that. You know, my situations have not all been black and white. Um, I have one particular friendship that we've, we've put in some time. And it's the friendship has been through hell. And we keep coming back to the center. And it's taking work. It's taking intentionality on both ends. But we keep coming back because we understand that, okay, this is how this person deserves to be treated. This is how they're treating me. Is there work and intention being put forth to make the relationship better? And the answer is yes. You know, so when I hear or I saw a lot of, you know, this is cancel culture, this is this, um, you know, you're going to end up alone or so on and so forth. And, and my statement to that is that, first off, I enjoy solitude. (laughs) If there's one thing you learn about Isaiah today on this episode, Isaiah enjoys solitude. And I don't really have, I don't consider myself to have this wide group of friends intentionally. Uh, My friend Bri, shout out to Bri, one of my closest friends, she said, one of the things that you do is you love fiercely. So you're not able to love that deeply for everybody. And When it comes to my relationships, I like I said, I prioritize them, I feel very deeply for them, and I do my best to take care of them. And that has led to me understanding that not everybody is the same. Does that mean I have to keep showing up to endure that? No, absolutely not. And again, when it comes to um, peace, (laughs) when it comes to peace, That is a big thing because peace is just not something that's tangible. Your mental and emotional health, those things are not tangible, okay? And if certain things are bothering you to the point that you don't feel well around this person and it's it's repetitive or they're draining or they're toxic, like I've walked away from a lot of relationships that I understood were very lopsided. And what I mean by that, either they were dumping on me um, their problems and then they just disappear. And they only came back when they needed to, to, to dump, you know, they needed a therapist (laughs) and I noticed that I started to pick up on that. And I was like, well, damn, um, I'm drained, you know, I'm drained and there, it was never in even conversation. And again, my goal is to not change people. That's not my goal. I see things for what they are. And if it's worth having a conversation, I will. But I don't feel that everything begs a conversation. You know, people are going to be people. And, you know, while someone said, well, people change, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, people do change. I change. Just because somebody's willing to now work on themselves prior to, you know, they're willing to work on themselves now versus when it actually mattered, when we were in an exchange together, does not mean my growth has stopped does not mean I stay stagnant and I wait. And I think that's what people have to realize when you say people change, or you have to forgive. Change is a choice, first off, right? Change is a choice, and change revolves around the person making those changes. Like I said before, I I have a degree in psychology. I'm a certified personal trainer. I have a, a certificate in behavioral specialization. All I pay attention to is patterns. That's all I really focus on is patterns and repetition. And I've endured a lot more of people's patterns that than I've walked away from a lot earlier and a lot sooner. So when it comes to grudge, there are there are times I've had I've had grudges and I realize what it came down to. So when you have a grudge, you know, when you have a grudge, that's coming from a lot of pain and a lot of hurt okay? A grudge, that's, that's all that is, is, is pain and hurt. And more than anything, feeling like you're not seen, feeling like your pain and what you're going through is not being acknowledged. That's what a grudge essentially is. That's, it's, it's just like that. You're just sitting with this, this rocking your stomach and the thought is that they don't care. They're moving on with life. And you want to get their attention so your goal in your head is like how can i hurt them back how can i hurt them back and maybe you're doing it consciously and intentionally or subconsciously and when we have a grudge against someone we think about them we think about a particular situation or a lot of things that they've done and we ruminate and what we fail to realize is when we're ruminating on those things it's bringing up those emotions in us that person could probably give two shits and they have no idea um, they're just living their life they're probably doing the same thing to someone else or maybe they're not but a grudge is is more of a personal state of of being um and it affects honestly only you for the most part uh that's what a grudge is to me it's it's drinking the poison and hoping the other person dies from it you know, it's you being very fixated on a situation or a person and just hoping in some way that they feel how mad you are. I hope they know I'm mad at them. You know, I hope they know I'm pissed or maybe I should do something to get back at them, um, break something of theirs or, you know, threaten them in some way so they could feel my pain. That's what a grudge is. You feel so much and you want somebody to feel it, too. But the reason why you want somebody to feel it, too, is you you just want to be seen. You just want to be valued you just want to be recognized. And I'm not saying that it's okay to act on grudges. You know, I'm not saying it's okay to go out there and and do what's been done to you because then it's it's null and void. Your argument is null and void at that point. You know, yes they've done they did what they did, but now you're just kind of giving them fuel to come back at you. That's where I stop. You know, I don't like continuing energy in that in that space um there are people that i don't talk to anymore and i still hold on to a lot of the things that they told me in confidentiality did they do that for me absolutely not and i found out about it i found out about it i didn't necessarily address them i was just like all right i see you for what you are and we're good if i cannot trust you there is no relationship Trust is a foundation of damn near every relationship, and if there's no trust, for me, there's no need to have a conversation because now that I understand that I cannot trust you, everything you say to me <laughs> doesn't really have any weight because your character is now in in uh, in question. You know, a conversation with a person is not going to change their character we're creatures of habit. First and foremost, we have these values. I, myself, we all have these values and morals and and things that we have made up. So having a a particular conversation with someone does not necessarily change them. They have to have the will to change, right? So we jumped around a little bit. Hopefully it, it makes sense so far. Um, So posture and patterns, posture and patterns and perspective, right? So when um, we talk about forgiveness, someone says, sorry, a true apology is change behavior and not just for the moment, for the moment, that's posture. And what I mean moment is like a week or maybe a couple of days or maybe a month even, and you go back to doing exactly what you were doing, okay? Okay. Because it's hard to change completely. It's hard to, to really change a particular habit, a thought process, um, feelings, etc. And a lot of times when you experience trauma to some degree, it's hard to change your mindset to think that you don't deserve it. It's hard to think past that and feel that you may be actually worthy of more because you've been told so many times, gaslit, that you should forgive That's your whatever, insert. That's your wife, that's your husband, that's your brother, that's your sister, that's your mom, that's your dad, your cousin, your aunt, whatever the case may be. Pardon my French, but fuck all of that. Okay? It's too many times that we are told or people are so eager to tell someone how they should respond to mistreatment. And I'm gonna tell you something. You could put two people in one room and they could both walk out with very different experiences. It is not up to you to tell someone. It is not up to them to tell you how you deserve to be treated. It is not up to anyone to tell you how you should feel about a situation. Your feelings are valid. How you act on them, that's up to you. But your feelings, how you feel, if something makes you feel bad, or it even makes you feel good, there's history there, okay? There's history to be explored there, and you have your reasons for feeling the way that you do, right? So when I hear this rhetoric of, you know, you should change how you feel or you're gonna end up this way, or you're gonna end up this way, my thing is this, my house is peaceful, nothing but peace, right? And I do my best to sustain that, and when people are around me, that's what they say, your, your energy, I love your energy. I take care of my energy, but because I take care of my energy, I do my best to take care of others. I'll respect someone's peace in a moment. I'm all about peace, right? And I take care of my own. I'm I'm very I'm very about peace. Uh and a lot of times what I hear and I think what what I realize too is when people when someone has a knee jerk reaction to a stranger's experience, that's indicative that they have something that they haven't fully processed yet. And this kind of brought up something. So It's kind of like walking into someone's house and saying to them, "Mm, maybe you should decorate a little bit different so other people, when they come here, they feel more comfortable. That's essentially what people are saying. Decorate your house different so I feel at peace when I come over. Um, Decorate your house and rearrange it. Make it a little bit messier so I feel more comfortable being at your house. It's too neat. Yeah, it doesn't work for me. You know, if you don't rearrange your house, people probably won't come over. You know, that's what that's what the, the thing is. But the funny thing about being at peace with yourself and taking care of your peace and prioritizing how you feel is that you start to lose a lot of relationships. But relationships that you realize were not necessarily healthy for you. That's been my lesson. And again, I've endured a lot. it takes a lot for me to get to that point. Um, And when I spoke about what I did on on Tiki Talk, um, that was kind of in a weird way in absolute because I communicate. You know, I'm all about communication. Like I said, in friendships, relationships, business partnerships, et cetera, even family, I make it a point to communicate. But I'm not going to negotiate how I deserve to be treated, okay? And that's what people often overlook, You know, you want somebody to negotiate and sit around in your waiting room until you're ready to deal with them properly. You cannot test drive people. You cannot test drive people. You know, we're all makeups of our own experiences. And your only goal is to be intentional with how you treat others. That's it. That's it. And I feel like there's a lot of casual disrespect in a way. And what I mean by that is that it's not always like a malicious moment. But, for example, I've created boundaries with people that I know that are not supportive of me. Um, it just doesn't feel good. Something feels off. And, like, when you share good news, and I think this is something to pay attention to, too. If you find yourself shrinking in, in certain company um, or you hesitate to share good news with people, that's indicative that you understand that something's off, you know? That's very clear that something's off. And what kind of relationship revolves around you having to edit yourself so somebody else feels comfortable? In the sense of just being who you are positively, you're doing your best, you're growing, you're leveling up, and somebody else has a problem with that. Are you kidding me? And you want me to stick around for that? I'm i good. I'm good. Because if you're not happy for me, that means you're not going to be happy with me. Okay. You don't have to continue to be angry with somebody to discontinue the relationship. And again, that's the difference between a grudge and a boundary. There's not always anger attached to a boundary. Uh, maybe there was anger initially. A grudge can become a boundary or a boundary can stem from a grudge. But you have to do the work and you have to pay attention to how you feel. Because like I said, I've been in both spaces. Um, I've held grudges. And then when I understood like why... It was me thinking that, all right, this other person doesn't give a shit. And my relationships, it's funny because, (laughs) and this is how I know there's a difference between a grudge and a boundary for me. So I've, again, when we talk about trust, patterns, loyalty, disloyalty, dishonesty, there have been relationships I had to walk away from because the very thing that I had to heal from, this person continued to do. And I think it, it's it's something to be said about someone to to sit and hear a story, look you in the eye, tell you how good of a person you are, how brave you are, how strong you are, and then turn around and do that very thing. There's something to be said about that kind of person. And I don't care who says that forgiveness is necessary. People change, whatever the case may be. I'm gonna change first, okay. I'm going to change first. I am not going to wait around for somebody to decide to treat me with the kindness, decency, and respect that I deserve, but also that I give without thought. You know, my mom, she always told me, do it right first. Do the job right the first time. And I feel like people are too, again, passive with how they treat others, and there's not a thought process. You know, a lot of times we're very aware of how we want to be treated, but when it comes to other people, we're always like, well, don't take it personal, or that's just how I am. That's just how you are? Dope. I'm going to leave you here because that's who I am. I don't I don't I've stopped waiting for other people to value me. And I've made the mistake of valuing people more than me in a lot of ways and I realize how bad that was for me and it's not always their fault. That's that's my that's my awareness. But it's something to be said about a person that leads with kindness and they're treated in a way of like they're a doormat. You know, and this is not bitterness talking, this is just calling a spade a spade, and I think a lot of people don't address this. Good people get tired too, and they deserve to. A good person is not a good doormat, and a good person should not be seen as a good doormat. If somebody is good to you, and they value you, and they're consistent with you, and they don't necessarily look for anything in return but the same thing, and you can't do that, and you do the opposite to them, what makes you think you deserve the space in their life. You don't take care of it. You know, there's a level of entitlement that it comes to when we when we're in other people's lives. And we think that it's okay to just kind of, you know, throw shit at the wall. Again, that whole waiting room process. No, people are not items that can necessarily be repaired and restored overnight. Okay, there's a certain level of intentionality that we have to have when it comes to how we treat others. Yeah, I, I really thought about this episode. And it, it humbled me, to be honest with you, to to um, to see, one, how many of you guys resonated with what I was saying, how many people may have differed. But even therapists were like, this is great advice. And it reassured me more than it uh, you know inflated my ego. <laughs> because it takes a lot to talk about certain things that are important. It takes a lot to talk about our experiences. And for me, it's like I don't, I don't speak on things that I don't know about. I don't speak on things I don't necessarily have conviction about. And when it comes to grudges and boundaries and how I take care of my space and who I allow in it, I am very, very, very intentional for so many reasons. It took a long time to get to where I am. And I'm not perfect, but it took a long time to create my little universe and you honestly think I'm going to let somebody kick around in this and and wait for them to decide to respect this space that I made for them? Absolutely not. I'm sorry. Actually, no, I'm not sorry. (laughs) I'm not sorry about that. And again, it's not up to anyone else to tell me how I should delegate my peace. If I show up in your life and I bring you peace, be aware of that. Okay? Okay. And if it's hard for you to do that on the receiving end, take a step away. Be okay with stepping away from people before they make the, you know, the initial and very intentional act of stepping away from you permanently. You know, forgiveness does not always mean access. And just because you're sorry now, when it mattered, you know, your behavior showed otherwise. Like I've been in a relationship, like I said, where someone said sorry and literally did the thing, the same thing over and over again. And I realized, okay, it's not a grudge, I just understand that you don't value me. But here's the deal, I value myself. And although I value you, and I don't necessarily think less of you, I think much more of myself because what I had to endure to get to this point. So now we're at a difference in terms of growth. Okay? You don't have to wait around for somebody else to grow especially when it comes to how they treat you. I don't, I don't understand that rhetoric. And I think oftentimes people overlook that main component. You telling somebody that they need to be better about their boundaries because people change and you're supposed to leave change and growth. There are a lot of, and so, <laughs> I love this quote. Someone said, um, there are people that go to a restaurant once, they have a bad experience and they never go there again. On top of that, they write a bad review. And I was like, that is so profound because it's so true. You're, not in com- you're probably not in communication with all your exes, whether you guys were on good terms and bad. You don't talk to them and you probably never want to see them again, right? So when we talk about holding space for people, yes, there are times where you can hold space, but it requires the other person working and also how you feel. You are not obligated to reconnect and reconcile with every relationship that you've walked away from, again, even if it's family. You know, there is a certain level of experiences that we have and how it affects us that is not up to somebody else to decide, and we have to get past telling people how they should feel. You know, if somebody created a boundary with me and they never want to see me again, I have to eat that. I have to eat that. I might be upset in the moment. I might be a little bit sad. I would definitely feel guilty, but I tell you one thing, it's going to force me to take a look at myself, what I've done and what I can do better. And hopefully I can lean into the next relationship much better. Hopefully I have much more intention and I'm much more aware about the thing that I've done. And we're all toxic. <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. We're all toxic. We all have the capacity to be toxic. Okay? It's your level and your, your intention to be better. Because some people use their experiences to, to, to put that back into the world. Other people are eager to learn from them. You know, like I said, my relationships, the people I have in my life are truly the most important things to me, you know? I take good care, and I do my best to take good care of those relationships. So when it comes to being on a receiving end of somebody being very flippant with me, um, or just kind of like hot and cold or whatever the case may be, that's cool, you do your thing, but I'm not gonna let you handle me that way. This is my life, and that's your life, and we could exit out of each other's respectfully, okay? listen to your experiences be willing to, to you know do the work to get past those experiences so if you are holding a grudge you can now understand that it should be a better boundary communication like i said it's hard but one thing i've learned is that sometimes to make a relationship better is worth it and i'm not saying you have to communicate every single time i don't believe in that like i said when it comes to disloyalty and distrust um and i've had that happen a few times <laughs> I don't feel there's a need for us to talk ever again. That's just me because I don't feel like you can necessarily, especially when you reach a certain point in life, to betray someone. You can never really repair that trust. I'm sorry. No, actually, I'm not sorry. (laughs) You can't repair that kind of trust when it comes to how you handle people and the things that they confide in you with. Um, or just being low-key shady. Me, personally, I know when somebody's for me or not. I know, and regardless of what they say and how, you know, if they're smiling in my face, or whatever. I know, again, patterns. But also, I'm a very sensitive-ass person. <laughs> and if you don't think energy is a real thing, then chemistry, you know, chemistry is a real thing. How we connect with others, how we move, all of that we pick up on. You know, it's, it's a natural response to feel out the things around you. You know when you're quote-unquote in danger, all right? So sometimes it is important to have a strong boundary. And when it comes to, again, my peace, I don't play about that. I don't play about that. Yeah, something that I wrote, it says, some people are more upset about their exes being revoked than they are about their actions that led to it. That's funny to me, you know? There are people that have grudges against you because you decided to choose peace over disrespect. (laughs) And it's kind of crazy. You know, there are people that are probably mad at me that I walked away. And it's like, you damn right. Of course I'm going to walk away. You show me who you are. And even if we talked about it, you continue to show me who you are. I don't want to talk. You know, and it's not on your terms. My peace, my respect, my value, my worth is not on somebody else's terms. So I will walk away. Respectfully. You know, it's it's interesting when we talk about Boundaries, again, and grudges. There's a lot of gaslighting when you do have boundaries. And sometimes when when you do have boundaries and people are mad and they try to tell you that you shouldn't have them, that's a great indicator. That goes to show that somebody does not respect your boundaries, which means that you should have them more enforced. And like I said, boundaries don't just happen overnight. Sometimes they do. You know, the, the strong ones, it's just like, all right, cool, I'm putting this wall up and we're good. Boundary, not wall. (laughs) I think a wall keeps everybody out. A boundary keeps certain people at a certain parameter, a certain distance. Um, And sometimes that distance is literally out of your life. I'm sorry. Again, I'm not sorry. No, I'm going to stop saying that because I'm not sorry. When it comes to boundaries, again, there's no apologies necessary because the apologies that you probably received were on the receiving end of repetition of behavior that caused you to create that boundary some people aren't concerned with your peace and you can tell by how they respond to you choosing it over them you know I, one of the things I've kind of started to say to myself is like if you're going to argue with me literally about my peace and how I take care of myself you better be advocating for my peace too if you're going to argue with me about my peace make sure you're advocating for it because otherwise your statements are null and void null and void <laughs> You know, and I've even gotten in a conversation with my mom about certain things, and people are like, look, I'm good. That's just it. I'm I'm good. I don't want to do the back and forth. I'm fine. I let go of things if they cause me that much pain. And it doesn't mean that there's pain I'm bleeding out, but I tell you what, I don't want to metaphorically bleed out on relationships that deserve the peace that I'm willing to work on. You know? I don't want to bleed out on them because they don't deserve it. You know, there's there's so many there's so many ways to to kind of, um, again, push a boundary. You know, someone said, well, maybe you see someone for who they're not. What does that mean? <laughs> yes, sometimes we have expectations of people. That's fine. Okay. But also sometimes people present themselves as someone that they're not, and then you see otherwise. You see otherwise. Emphasis on see. You know, if you're observant, you could pick up on things. And you got to pay attention to how you feel, too, because that's a telltale. There has yet to be a time where my feelings were wrong about something or someone. And that sucks because I hate, I, if it's one thing I don't like is to figure out that somebody is who they turned out to be in the worst way possible. That breaks my heart. I don't like that. You know, I don't like that. And yeah, like I said, you know, a boundary is not always about conflict or a particular occurrence. It it could just simply be a conflict in energy. And you need to create a boundary. You have to protect your peace, guys. I don't care what anybody says. Your peace is priority. And for some people, like, oh, yeah, you're going to be lonely. Look, I'd rather be in my company than in mixed company. I'm good because I know what Isaiah is capable of, and I know what Isaiah is going to do. I know I'm going to take care of myself, Okay. I don't need to wait around for somebody to decide to take care of me or just treat me with common decency and respect. It's that simple. And for whoever it may sound harsh to, I think it's important that there's more intentionality behind how you show up in other people's lives and the awareness, but also be aware of how you want to be treated. You know, how you want to be treated, not necessarily how you are treated and what you're used to, but how you want to be treated. You know, what does that look like for you? And then you work outside, but you are not allowed to tell somebody how they deserve to be treated. You're not allowed to tell somebody how they respond to treatment, especially mistreatment. Um, You know, like I said, I know dynamics get a little bit tricky when you have family members that you live with or, you know, your spouse, significant other, even children, um, siblings, uh, relatives, friends, business, business. Um, I've been... Like I said, I've, I've, craw- I've spanned. You know, there was um, a time where I was working with a friend and comes to find out that they did some pretty shady shit. I saw them and I was like, all right, we're cool. You know, I would see them at work and it was like, all right, cool. I'm going to keep distance for a while. And even after we had the conversation to kind of clear things up, to me, it just didn't go back to feeling the same. The reason being is because there are certain things you just don't do. Certain actions and behaviors are not going to, they don't, they don't warrant a second chance. I'm sorry, because there are certain intentions behind the things that you do, and not everybody is going to respond on your watch, okay? That's not how life works, guys, and I think, like I said, wherever you fall on this spectrum, if you're listening to this, if you have a grudge right now, or it feels like a grudge, or you just wish that you you potentially wish this person harm um, or you just hope they hurt the way you do. Unpack that. Take your time and unpack that. Write a little bit. If you're not used to journaling, it's all good. You can still write your feelings out. That's a little bit more constructive than actually acting out on what you may be thinking or feeling right now. You know, do some do some soul searching and figure out what it is and the why. You know, once you start asking yourself the questions, why, you understand, at the bare bone, a lot of our experiences, how we respond, we just wanna feel like we matter. Everybody wants to feel like they're loved. Whether or not they show that to other people, everybody wants to feel like they matter. And that's just it, you know? And if you want somebody to see you better, work to treat them better. Work to treat them better. There are some people out there that work so hard to tell somebody that they shouldn't have boundaries or they should forgive, and every once do they mention how can I be more accountable and process and do the work to be better? Work on yourself first. Work inward and then work out. Okay. Simple. Um, like I said, if you've had a strong boundary and you're 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 creating space emotional, energetic, or physical space with people because of something that happened, unpack that. Ask yourself how you feel and why, because there's information there. And ask yourself, all right, how do I go about not doing this again? Um, when it comes to patterns, you know, because a lot of times what I notice in, in a lot of connections that I had, I was in connections with people that were very good at taking, very good at taking And I'm a giver (laughs) and I don't wear that like a badge of honor. It's just what it is. I know that I'm willing to give of myself and not everybody is going to reciprocate and not everybody's going to appreciate that. Some people are very good at taking. That's just what they do. And what I've noticed is that, well, if I keep running into these people, what's the common denominator, Isaiah? (laughs) What are you not doing? Okay. You're not taking care of yourself. Because you're too busy taking care of others. And like I talked about on the past episode, you know, solitude, it, it's a it's a dangerous thing because once you get comfortable with you, you become very aware of who you are and what you need and how you're willing to show up for yourself when no one else is around, whether they're capable or whether they don't wanna be. When well, you get very good at being aware you learn to value and respect your peace so much more and you can spot the people that do it as well not on their terms but they show up and they're consistent you know boundaries to some degree create consistency for you and the other person because now we're clear what i deserve okay now we're clear that there's consequences to your actions i'm not going to respond to you the way that everybody else has I'm not gonna allow certain things to happen to me the way that everybody else has, because I'm intentional about how I show up in other people's lives, right? So that's it, that's all. I think we covered everything and I hope this makes sense for you guys. Um, If you've been in the process of of trying to figure out a boundary, like I said, if you're in the proximity of um, some family and friends or it's hard with a spouse, I think emotional boundaries, and the way you do that is you recognize what conversations you can have with the person, what you're sharing with somebody else, what are you expecting from somebody else. Uh, sometimes we're expecting approval or we're seeking approval from other people without necessarily voicing it or being aware of it. But we create this dynamic where we feel less than, you know what I'm saying? And we allow certain things to happen just because we get this little breadcrumb of affection or attention or approval or praise and it's inconsistent, so we're always waiting for it to happen again. Understand what your needs are. Understand where your pain is coming from and the why. And recognize that I don't care what title somebody has, what DNA you share, they're still people, and you're still a person. And everybody deserves to be treated with respect. Okay, you were no exception to that. I don't care what anybody says. Again, if you're gonna fight with me about my peace, you better be advocating for it and you better be creating it for me. If you're gonna fight that hard about how I take care of my peace, I hope you have a hand in cultivating it and sustaining it. If not, your words mean nothing, point blank, <laughs> point blank. And that's where we have to get to. It, it, life is too short and we experience too much in life to just not understand the simple principles of treating others with kindness. Even on bad days, it's not hard to be kind, okay? It is not hard. And if someone has trouble with just showing you decency, respect and some kind of consistency without communicating what's going on with them, step away. Again, you don't owe it to somebody to wait for them to change. You don't owe it to somebody to wait for them to to decide how they're gonna treat you. And the earlier you step away sometimes, the less likely you are to hold a grudge when it comes to them. The more easy it is to place a boundary versus a grudge. You know, I think it's hard to work your way out of a grudge to a boundary because there's a lot of conflicting feelings and emotions. See people for who they are. See yourself more than anything. Become very aware of who you are and what you deserve. And then you move from there. Again, my biggest thing is loyalty. (laughs) <laughs> I, I do my best to be a very loyal person. And whether I see, hear, or feel a disconnect with somebody else, I'm good. Because I don't think loyalty can necessarily be taught, especially at this, this point in time. If you're not a loyal person, you're just not a loyal person. If, you're, if you have an ill-will spirit and you can't be happy for other people... That's just kind of who you are in this moment and it takes a lot of work to get past that because you have to look in yourself. And a lot of people aren't willing to sit with themselves. So it's not my job to sit around and wait for you. If I could treat me better, we're good. You know, like I said, it's it's some things are very nuanced, yes. But certain things are black and white. And constantly showing up to somebody else's disrespect, no. We're good. We're good. So whether you're a person that is not intentional when it comes to people in your life, be more intentional and be aware. You know, good people get tired, too. All right? Period. And I'm not saying that a good person is perfect, but what I'm saying, if you have someone in your life that shows up with intent and they're kind and consistent and you decide to kind of play with that or do whatever because you're not used to whatever, you're not used to having that, or you just don't feel like you could return or want to return on that, step away because they don't deserve that. All right? And that's it. You know, love should not be weaponized. Family should not be weaponized. Forgiveness should not be weaponized. Change should not be weaponized. When it comes to somebody's peace, they are obligated to take care of their peace because how peaceful they are is how peaceful they're going to be in somebody else's life. All right. So that's it. Again, if you're new here, I hope you got something from this podcast and I hope you stay because we're going to be talking about a lot more. (laughs) There's so much to unpack and, um, yeah, I've just been on a journey. I've just been on a journey myself and, um, You know, this one particular thing is something that definitely stuck out to me, and I'm so glad it was received well, and I'm so glad that people didn't kind of respond well, because it forced me to think about things even deeper. And when I came out on the side, it's like, all right, cool. I've had grudges in the past, but where I am right now is a boundary. And maybe there are grudges that I'm having to work through in this moment, and I just have to unpack what that is. Okay? But never, ever apologize for protecting your peace. That's your peace. And your peace is not up to somebody else. All right. So that's it. That's it. You know, I hope you stayed through. I hope you got something from this episode. Um, I hope it made sense. Um, Yeah, I was just kind of spitballing. I took some notes, but. I think I know and experience enough about these particular two things that I don't really need to reference too much. You guys get it. And um, pay attention to how you feel. You know, tribe where you vibe. (laughs) You know, pay attention to how you feel because that will tell you what kind of boundaries you need to have in place. And communicate, I know it's tough. Communication is, is tough sometimes, but be willing to communicate when it's necessary okay not every you don't need to communicate all the time and you don't need to negotiate how you deserve to be treated okay and you can forgive somebody without allowing them access back into your life this is your life not theirs and not somebody else who says that you should no okay because what did it take for you to create that boundary or that space with that person probably a lot of pain and you're tired (laughs) you know we don't we don't want repeats So, yeah, that's that. I love you guys and I appreciate you guys being here. And I hope you take care of your hearts in some way this week. Um, And I hope you just focus on prioritizing your peace. And when you are in any situation that makes you feel weird, just remind yourself I am worthy of being treated with kindness and fairness. And I have the intentions of doing the same when it comes to others. I am no exception to being loved and cared for and acknowledge, take care of yourselves, um, yeah, if you want any merch, I'll be dropping some, uh, my forgiveness is not access (laughs) merch, because people have asked for that, so we're gonna do that, um, yeah, but hit up the Birdbrain shop, Patreon, I'll be working on, that's always a work in progress, but, um, yeah, let me know what you guys want to hear more of, you can hit me up on Instagram, if you're on there, uh, the Birdbrain podcast, or my main account, um, or even at the podcast at gmail send an email, shoot an email. I'd love to hear from you guys, and uh, yeah, just just take your time. You know, boundaries, like I said, are hard; they're not easy. And what I've said in an hour has taken years for me to get to, and I still work through it. It's still a work in progress. Um, and I mean, and I'm in the process of some boundaries right now. To be honest with you. And working through, you know, if something is a grudge or a boundary. But that's work. You do the work, you know, so that's where we are. Um, Again, for the last time, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Come on back. There's always room. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Take flight.